Happy Father's Day. Can you greet someone kung may malapit na tatay or ama sa inyong uh, tabi, sa likod? Happy Father's Day. A blessed Father's Day to all fathers. Isa po sa favorite ko na part sa ating uh, worship is yung prayer for the kids. No, parang pinapakita ni Lord sa atin na ito yung magtutuloy sa breadcom, tama po. So, this Sunday, we will be continuing in our series in uh, the Song of Ascents. And in Psalm 128, we will together learn and uh, discover what it means to live the blessed life. But before we, we go to our topic, uh, can you just join me in a word of prayer? Lord, we... We commit to you the preaching of your word. Let your servant just be a spokesperson of what the Holy Spirit yearns to, to plant in our hearts, Lord God. Lord, we, we ask that you would give us wisdom in, in catching the revelation of Jesus Christ and the gospel through this sermon, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ang mga Pinoy po or the Filipinos, by the way, I would like to ask the people from CEO to be the Google Translate if uh, whenever I, I, I use uh, the Filipino language. Tayong mga Pinoy, if not the whole world, we love music. Do you agree? Lahat ng event lang buhay natin ay merong awit. We love songs. We love meaningful songs. This is the reason why we have a lot of KTVs. This is the reason why... Uh, we have a video. Okay, by the way, for the millennials uh, in this room, karaoke, just Google that. So, KTVs or karaoke bars. And unless you live in an exclusive subdivision or exclusive village, you will always have that neighbor who would turn up their radio on a Sunday morning Playing old songs or old tracks or maybe some pop music. Sinong may ganong kapitbahay? Meron ba? Ako lang, ako lang ba may ganong kapitbahay? Yung habang naglilinis siya ng kanyang bakuran, merong sobrang lakas na music. Di ba? Ng air supply. Again, i-google nyo na lang po if uh, hindi nyo naabutan ng air supply. And... Uh, By the show of hands, I would like to know who among you can, can connect or relate or link a particular memory or event with a song. Yes, so marami tayo. Okay. Who can still remember, sa mga elders po natin, the first love song you share with your spouse? Diyan pa ba? Pares ba tayo ng isasagot? And you chose this song simply because when you heard it, it resonated with how you feel about each other. Or maybe it relates to the context of your relationship. We have a playlist for everything. We have a song for uh, LDR or long-distance relationships. 
Is that right? We have songs for friends turned into more than friends. We have songs about heartbreak. Pasintabi po. There must be a song for every context. And in our spiritual journey, we are also ushered by songs. No, sino yung natuwa sa mga inawit natin kanina? How many were blessed with the songs that we sang earlier? Di ba? Napakaganda. Napakaganda. And we can easily relate to it. And sometimes, God uses these songs in our lives to instill something or to cause something to be remembered longer. Songs are powerful, most especially spiritual songs. Even Paul tells us to speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Ako po personally, in my journey with Christ, I, I would always respond to God with a song. Whenever I do my devotion or quiet time, when, after reading the Word, I would, I would sing a song. Sometimes I'm too inspired and I would write a song. And Psalms chapter 120 to 134, or the, the Song of Ascents, are songs that God's people sing when they ascend to the hills of Jerusalem three times a year to attend their annual festivals. So this is an actual song that people sing. No, this is an actual song that people sing when they journey together to gather in in, in the annual festival celebrated by the Israelites. So, the Song of Ascents is basically the Pilgrim's Playlist. Okay? Ito yung laman ng Spotify nila. No? Psalms 120 to Psalms 134. And ito pong Psalm 128 yung na-assign sa akin. And this song will paint us a picture of what a blessed life looks like. Blessed, uh, translated also as happy. Therefore, this psalm is about a happy life, a happy man. Um, some who would preach on Father's Day would title this sermon, a, a happy dad or the blessed dad, even a happy home. So the title of our sermon today is Living the Blessed Life. Join me in Psalms 128. How blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in His ways. When you shall eat of the fruit of your hands, you will be happy. Everybody say happy. And it will be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, for thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord will bless you from Zion, and may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Indeed, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. So in this psalm, we would learn about what it looks like to, to live the blessed life. Now we will understand the concept of blessing. 
Number one, the blessing of the Lord is observable. Pag tayo pinagpala ng Panginoon, imposibleng hindi makita. Do you agree? Imposibleng hindi siya mapansin. And the blessing of the Lord or the nature of God's blessings is not something that we receive only for ourselves. It means to be seen and affect the people around us. Pag tayo pinagpala ng Diyos, hindi, hindi yung ikaw lang ang sasaya. Ang totoong pinagpala ng Diyos, ang totoong tumatanggap ng pagpapala ng Diyos ay hindi nananatili lang sa kanyang sarili ang pagpapala. He affects the people around them. Yun yung tinuturo sa atin ng Psalms 128. Okay. How many of you know about Abraham? Lahat tayo? Okay. So, with this psalm, now we will be, we will be um, looking into his life as a man who lived the blessed life. So, join me in Genesis chapter 22, verse 17 to 18. This is God's promise of blessing to Abraham. Sabi ni God sa kanya, I will greatly bless you. And I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore. Napakadami ho noon. Ano? Nasubukan niyo na hong magbilang ng, ng mga between. And your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because you have obeyed my voice. The blessing of Abraham was not meant only for him to enjoy. God's promise of blessing to Abraham affects not just his family, not just his friends, not just the people of Israel, but some of the nations of the world. Anong sabi? Some lang ba? Many ba? How many will be blessed? Can I hear that? Pakilaksan pa nga po. All. Imagine the, the blessing of Abraham. The blessing that God gave to Abraham. It yearns to affect all. And in Psalms 128, ito yung pinapakita sa atin. That we are blessed to be a blessing. That the blessing of God should, should not stop in us, but should flow through us. And it will be observable Affecting what? Observable in affecting your work. Psalms 128 verse 2. When you shall eat the fruit of your hands, you will be happy and it will be well with you. Sino po dito may trabaho na? May trabaho. Sige, taas po yung kamay. Yung mga hindi po kasama sa populasyon ng mga unemployed. Was there a time in your life or in your, in your professional life that you experienced that however hard you work, yung inuuwi ninyo, yung take-home ninyo, kulang pa din? Did you ever feel that way? Did you ever feel that way? That no matter how you try to budget your salary, it turns out to, to still... Uh, you, you turn out to be still in luck. Ito yung magandang pangako ng Lord sa Psalm 128 that living a blessed life, you will start 
benefiting from the work of your hands. Hindi na, yung, hindi na ikaw yung kayod ng kayod, walang tuka. Hindi na ikaw yung trabaho ng trabaho, tapos utang ng utang, tapos pag sumweldo, bayad ng bayad ng utang. You will be able to enjoy the fruit of your hands. And what will you, and what will you feel? You will be happy. It will be well with you. Our blessing is also observable in affecting your home. Psalms 128 verse 3 tells us the kind of family, the kind of welfare our family will be in. Sabi niya, your wife shall be like a fruitful vine. No? Nung binabasa ko to, inisip ko yung asawa ko eh, tapos kinikilig talaga ako. No? And within your house, your children will be like olive plants around your table. Sa buhay ni Abraham, hindi lang siya yung pinagpala ng Diyos. Even Sarah was blessed by God. Kaya nga, sabi dito ng Psalms 128, Your wife shall be a fruitful vine. We know that Sarah is unable to bear child. Right? But because God has blessed Abraham, He turned He turned that barrenness into a state of blessedness. Genesis chapter 17, verse 15 to 16. As for Sarai, I will bless her and indeed I will give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Imagine, yan ang pangako ng Panginoon kay Sarah who is in her old age. Sabi sa Hebrews, sabi sa Hebrews, she is beyond her time. But then, the Lord did not just give gave her, did not just give her a son. She was, or she is a mother of nations. And we know that. We know that. Kings of peoples will come from her. Hindi lang basta um, average people ang nanggaling kay Sarah. Kings of peoples will come from her. So, the blessing is observable in affecting your home. Number three. The blessing or the blessed life is observable in affecting your city and nation. Psalm 128 verse 5 to 6. The Lord bless you from Zion and may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Indeed, may you see your children's children. Now, to Abraham, God promised that in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Ang tindi po, ano? hindi lamang sa kanyang pamilya, kundi sa buong mundo. Why? Because Abraham, Abraham obeyed God's voice. Kaya sabi ng samis, Behold. Everybody say, Behold. Sa Tagalog, tingnan mo. 
Yan ang itsura ng isang taong pinagpala ng Diyos. You can observe it. You can see it. You will be blessed just by watching Him live His life. Oh, how blessed is the man who fears the Lord. And the promise did not, did not stop only in His generation. It affects even, even Abraham's son Isaac, grandson Jacob. Because the nature of God, God's blessing, does not stop in your generation alone. That you shall see it even in your children's children. Sino po sa inyo yun ang gustong buhay? Amen? Amen? Do you want that? No? Now, second thing that we should understand about, about the ble- living the blessed life is that it has a certain condition. It has a basis. And the basis of the blessed life is this. The blessing of the Lord is with those who is with those who fear him. No, misan kasi ako guilty rin ako dito pag nagbabasa ako ng Bible, hindi ko maiwasan pag may blessing, andun na ako agad. Tama ba? Nakarelate ba kayo na pag may nabasa kang blessing, andun ka na agad, yun na yung gusto mong i-embrace. This is applicable to me. I apply this in my life, Lord. But we what sometimes we miss the more important part. In Psalms 128, the condition that must be met is having been found with the fear of the Lord. That the blessing or the blessed life is with those who fear God. How blessed is everyone who fears the Lord? In fact, the psalm can just end there. What does it mean to fear the Lord? Psalm 34, verse 9. O fear the Lord, you His saints. For to those who fear Him, there is no one. This is another verse in the Bible that tells us what a blessed life looks like. That those who fear the Lord, there shall be no want. Wala ka nang hahangarin. Wala ka nang nanaisin. Hindi ho ba napakasarap nun? na wala na tayong hinangat dahil nandyan na ang lahat-lahat. This is one of David's Psalms. Kaya similar siya sa Psalms, uh, Psalms 23, where he tells us that because the Lord is His shepherd, He shall not be in one. Now, to fear God is to live in the light of the presence of God. There are two concepts in the fear of God. Number one is to dread. O takot, be afraid of. If you will understand how powerful God is and how and His wrath towards evil or evildoers, we will all be afraid. We will tremble before Him. Part of the fear of God is knowing this, that God in His righteousness hates sin and and if you are not in His side or on His side, you should therefore dread 
But the second part or concept of the fear of God is to revere. Everybody say revere. Revere God or to esteem Him highly. Let me tell, share to you uh, one recent experience. So by the way, for those who, who, who doesn't know me yet, I'm Pastor John. I'm also involved in uh, photography or advertising photography. And just lately, we were given a chance to pho- photograph the Princess of Thailand. And the work was a 30-second work, but we had to be there for 24 hours just to wait. Can you imagine that? Yes. Uh, that worked for our advantage. I, I brought my wife with me. Uh, they gave us a room in Ducit Hotel. We were able to eat at least three buffets. <laughs> so that's okay. That's fine with me. But, but the, the details of the work is just for 30 seconds. I just need to capture that moment when the owner of Ducit would bow and offer the gift to the princess and the princess would receive it. Just two snaps. That's all the work that I should do. But while we were in, in, in that setting, I realized a lot about royalty. Because two hours before the princess arrived, the, the consul was just discussing how it is a mortal sin to step on the red carpet where the, the princess will walk. We should not be caught walking in the same carpet. In fact, bago siya dumating, tinakpan ng pagkahaba-habang tela yung carpet para lang hindi maapakan ng ima. Can you imagine? And the preparation, all the people were waiting there, yung mga head ng, ng, uh, ng mga department sa restaurant. It's a, it seems like the operation of the hotel stopped just to wait for the princess. That is not common to to what we experience in the Philippines. In the Philippines, we can just easily mock our president, create memes, <laughs> post it on social media with all anger. In Thailand, you could, you could barely t- talk about the performance of their king. And now, the princess is the king's sister. And the same, same reverence, same honor is expected from us. So, sobrang tensionado. I, I cannot remember another time in my career that I was as tense as I was. Kasi hindi ko na mapapaulit yun. Pag hindi ko nakuhaan, pag may tumakip ng shot ko, pag hindi nag-work yung flash ko, I would miss that moment. And at that point, I realized, no, habang nagpipray ako, Lord, don't let me miss, don't let me miss. The Lord, the Lord spoke in my heart and showed me and, and asked me a question that I wasn't able to answer at that time. Chinek ni Lord on how my life reveres His royalty. How I live in, in the light of His presence as my King. Na ganun ba yung takot ko sa Diyos? Ganun ba yung kabako na ma-miss out ko yung gagawin niya? Na ma-miss out ko yung pagdaan niya? To fear God is to live in the light of the presence of God, to esteem Him highly, to wait for Him. And this condition would, would bring us to what, the Psalms, to what Psalms 128 tells us living, about living the blessed life. See, to esteem God highly and not treat Him casually or take his words lightly 
It means to take God very seriously. And in our generation, it's surprising how some could have the guts to create their own concept of intimacy with God. Alam niyo po ba yun, na Some would just call him bro. Nakapag-usap kami ni bro kanina eh. Praise you, bro. And we would talk about it like this. Um, you know, I feel, okay, I feel that I can be just as I am with God. I feel that He's my pal. Yes, there are texts in the Bible that God calls us His friends, but the Lord is not promoting over-familiarity sa atin. That we would just get out of our closets and call Him Bro. Basta nandiyan si bro. And it doesn't mean that if we feel that is good, that it is good. What should this dictate our relationship with God? Is the truth. God's Word. We should rely fully on what the Word of God says and not pertain to our feelings as if it is what ought to dictate the truth about God and the way we ought to relate to Him. Psalms 128 also tells us that to fear God means to walk in His ways. This is, this is synonymous. These two are inseparable. That when you are a person who fears God, then you must be a person who is walking in God's ways. Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. In Proverbs 14.2, He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is devious in his ways despises him. Let's go back to Abraham. Abraham was found to have fear of the Lord in his heart, and God blessed him tremendously. In Genesis chapter 22, verse 14, ito po yung He said, Do not stretch out your hand against the lad and do nothing to him. For now I know that you fear God. Ulitin ko po, sabi ni God sa kanya, For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. We know that this scenario is when Abraham obeyed God to the point where he has to sacrifice Isaac, his own son, in, in Mount Moriah. Then Abraham raised his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him, a ram. Alam niyo yung feeling na wala naman kahit ano dun eh. Ang meron lang dun, mga puno, Lupa, bato, and then suddenly, in his act of obedience, he was about to slay his, his son and offer him to the Lord. The Lord stopped him. Kaya minsan, hindi ho talaga maganda yung delayed obedience. Ano? Split seconds. Pag na-delay ka. And behold, behind him, a ram caught in the... Thicket by his horns. Grabe si Lord mag-provide. Walang kawala yung provision. 
hindi niya na kailangang habulin. Diyan ba kayo? Nakatali na. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. Ito na naman tayo sa the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it will be provide. Our God is a, a God who provides. Amen? Okay. And segue lang po, this is not my topic, but I, I always, always want to remind us that when the Lord says He will provide, He has provided far greater than a nice car, a huge house, an international trip. God provided us His Son in substitute or in place of us. Andyan ba kayo? Okay, so whenever you declare God's, God is your provider, remember that He gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and me. And we will bless the Lord in that place. Whether with car or no car, with house or no house. Babalik na po ako dito. Abraham called that name of the place the Lord will provide as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it will be provided. In verse 16, sabi ni Lord, By myself I have sworn. Wala na kasing mas higit pa sa Panginoon eh. There, will, there is no higher authority than God. That's why God has to swear by Himself. By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, Because you have done this thing and you have not withheld your son, your only son, God, indeed I will greatly bless you and I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Abraham was, was, was found walking in God's ways. Even to a point that he did not withhold his only son. Now, reading through these passages, there's one question that came to my mind. Is the Bible or is Psalm 128 teaching us a formula towards a blessed life? Is this, is this what it is? Is Psalm 128 an equation where let X be the fear of God and let your Y be walking in His ways equals Z, which is the blessed life? Is that what Psalm 128 uh, trying to tell us? Does it try to tell us, is it trying to tell us that the blessing of the Lord can be attained by the works of our hands? If so, it will, it will be counterintuitive to what the Bible has been establishing from Genesis to Revelation. That is not by works. Andyan ba kayo? Kung, kung for, formula to, and we will we will force ourselves conforming to what 
what walking in God's way mean? What pressuring our way through being found, living a life, living a God-fearing life, which is, by the way, is not bad at all. Are we clear? It's not bad at all. But if it would sound that way, then that would be very frustrating. If the blessing is acquired by your own works, that would be very frustrating. Why? Because none of us, none of us, not one, kahit po si Pastor Abed, cannot, cannot qualify on his own. In Romans, we were told that for, for all have sin. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Tignan mo. Kasama siya dun. Tingin kayo sa harap. Kasama ako dun. All have sinned and fall short of God's glory. That our righteousness are filthy rags. Yung nagpakabuti ka na, nagpakatino ka na, ang tumbas mo maruming basahan. Diyan ba kayo? That's, 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 the, that's where our efforts amount to. To filthy rags. Alam niyo yung maruming basahan? Yung may inutusan ka, pakipunasan mo nga ito, tapos ang kinuha niya, maruming basahan? Pinunasan niya? Imbis na luminis, lalong ano? Lalong tumudumi. Lalong bumabaho. Lalong sumasakit yung ulo mo. I believe that the Bible has provided the answer for that question. So, paano na tayo if we cannot if we cannot obtain that blessing on our own? Romans chapter 7 In Romans chapter 7, Paul describes to us how, how messed up our efforts are in, in trying to be righteous or walking in God's way. Romans chapter 7 verses 19 to 24. Sabi po ni Paul, For the good that I want to do, I do not do. But I practice the very evil that I do not want to do. Imagine. Dito nang galing yung gusto kong bumait, pero di ko magawa. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle that Evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. Sorry. 
I find then the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully concur with the law of God in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members. Paul continues with, Wretched man that I am, desperately saying, Who will set me free from this body of death? Ito po yung sitwasyon natin. We cannot be righteous on our own. The law of sin is so powerful in us that the things, the good things we want to do, we cannot do. And, and what we do not want to do, this we keep on doing, sabi sa NIV. Who shall save us from this body of death? Verse 25, Thanks be to God. Everybody say, God. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then on the, on the hand, I myself with my mind, I'm serving the law of God, but on the other with my flesh, the law of sin. Therefore, there is now no, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. This is our hope, brothers and sisters. Our hope is in Christ. Now, where does it say in Psalms 128 that our hope is in Christ? The blessing of the Lord is in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the blessing promised to Abraham. If we will go back to Abraham's story, I believe we know that the seed God was pertaining to what was not just Isaac and Jacob, but the seed that was personified in the life of Christ. How do we know that? In Hebrews 11.13, ito yung sabi, All this died in faith. Yung this is Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, and Jacob without receiving the promises. promises. Ibig sabihin, namatay sila nang hindi nila tinatanggap yung pangako. But having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance, distance of thousands of years, and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on earth. So hindi nila tanggap kailan dumating nung Luke chapter 1 verse 42. The angel speaking to Mary, ito po yung scenario. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Kaya po yung Matthew chapter 1 ay idinedicate para itrace yung genealogy ni Jesus to David and from David to Abraham to show us that the seed that was promised to bless the nations, though it was not received in Abraham's time, it came when Jesus came. 
The promised seed is Jesus. The promised blessing is Jesus. Jesus is the blessing from Zion. Hebrews chapter 12, di ba sabi po dun sa Psalm 128? You will be blessed. Sorry. Verse 5. Psalm 128 verse 5. The Lord bless you from Zion and may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem. In Hebrews 12, verse 18, For you have not come to a mountain that can be touched and to a blazing fire, and to darkness and gloom and whirlwind, and to the blast of a trumpet and, that, and the sound of words, which sound was such that those who heard begged that no further word be spoken to them. This was the scenario in Sinai when God's presence was before His people and when God speaks, it's like thunder and people begged that no further words be spoken to them. Ganun po katindi yung presensya ng Diyos. For they could not bear the command, if even a beast touches the mountain, it will be stoned. Kahit hayop na wala namang alam, papatayin pag lumapit dun sa bundok. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I am full of fear and trembling. And Hebrews 12 verse 22, But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to myriads of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and the spirit, the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to, and to who? Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to spring to the sprinkled blood which speaks better than the blood of Abel. Jesus is our blessing from Zion. This is a, to- this is a totally different scenario from Sinai where people are trembling of fear. Jesus, the, mediat- the mediator of the new covenant, blessed us from Zion and because of Him, we can now live the blessed life. Amen? We can now live in a place of blessing. And Psalms 128 says, Peace be upon Israel. And peace in Israel came not only in, in the... Hindi lang sa pagtapos ng mga gera, but, came, but, but peace came upon Israel through a person, Jesus Christ. Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the peace upon Israel. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you entirely and may your spiritual, spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. To live the blessed life means to live for God. Alam niyo po, without Christ, it is impossible to live the blessed life. Without Christ, it's impossible to walk in His ways. But we have hope in Christ. Because He has set us free from the law of sin and death. The curse of the ground came through 
through Adam when he sinned, the ground was cursed. Kaya nga, even though how hard you work, you will not receive fruit for your labor because the ground is cursed. Jan ba kayo? But when Jesus came, we can now live in a place of blessing. We can now live in a place of blessing affecting our families, affecting our children, affecting our community, affecting our city and our nation. Jesus is our hope to living a godly life. It's not our efforts. It's not our resolve. Though it is important, we ought to have it in our hearts to yearn to please God, follow Him, and obey Him. And yet, apart from Jesus and His finished work in the cross, no amount of efforts will ever qualify. And no, what, no matter what we do, we cannot live in a place of blessing. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witness surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles. Let us run the race with endurance, the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and He has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We are called to hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are called to walk in His ways. Because of what Christ has done, we can now live in the place of blessing. We can now live in obedience to God and it will start counting. It will start to count. It will start to matter. Amen? Let me end with a story in Matthew chapter 5. The Song of Ascents is a song when where peop, what is a song that people of Israel sing when they ascend the hills of Jerusalem. Now in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus was also found in the hill and a large crowd large crowd followed him. And just like in Psalm 128, happiness was discussed the state of blessedness or living the blessed life is taught by Jesus. It's popularly known as the Sermon on the Mount. How many of you have read that? And Jesus told us about the Beatitudes. I will no longer mention it, but, but same with Psalm 128, these Beatitudes reflects what it looks like to walk in God's ways, that we, are, we, we, we should be poor in spirit, that we would that we would hunger and thirst for righteousness. Indiba, we that's how walking in God's ways looks like. That we ought to be merciful at, as God is merciful toward us. Yun po yung, yung discussion dun sa bundok. And just like in Psalm 128 where, where the blessed life affects others, in the same chapter, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, Jesus emphasizes the 
the command for us to become the salt and light of the earth. It's part of the sermon. That our blessing should not stop in us, but it should yearn to affect others. That, that like, just as, just as the salt and light penetrates, that we would be agents of change. That is a perfect um, summary of, of Psalm 128. But there was a powerful ending in Matthew chapter 5 uh, in the Sermon of the Mount. If you continue reading, I hope you can just read at home. In chapter 8, there was, after Jesus taught, after Jesus taught in the, ser- in the, in the mountain, he, he went down from the mountain and the large crowd still following him and the most shocking illustration or preaching illustration happened. What happened? A leper came. Basahin nyo na lang po sa bahay. A leper came. The leper bowed down to Jesus, asking Jesus, if you are willing, make me clean. Make me clean. How many are familiar to that uh, story? If you are willing, make me clean. You know, in Leviticus, just the leper being around the crowd, around those people, near those people, he can be stoned to death. Pwede na siyang patayin on the spot, babatuhin siya. Dahil meron silang designated na lugar na kailangan dun lang sila. But in his desperation, he, 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 he bowed down to, to Jesus. He went to where Jesus were and asking the Lord, if you're willing, make me clean. And what did, how did Jesus respond? Sabi niya, sabi ni Jesus, he stretched out his hand and he touched the leper. Can you imagine that? The leper o yung ketongin kung saan siya puno ng sugat, he's, he's covered with sores, wounds that he can, that, that has grown numbed over time. Kaya po ang leper, nauubos yung katawan nila because they cannot feel pain anymore. Jesus touched the leper. Does he have to touch the leper to heal him? No. There are, there are passages in, in, in the gospel where Jesus just spoke his word. And the people get healed. But he touched the leper. And that was a very shocking scenario in the history of Israel. Because in Leviticus, when the clean touches the unclean, the clean becomes unclean. But here, when the clean, Jesus, the blessed man, the man who lives from the state of blessing touched the unclean. The unclean became clean. The unclean became clean. That is the blessing that we received from God. That is the blessing that came from Zion. That like the leper, we are maybe in, in, in a time in your life, you were once like a leper, or maybe at this moment, you are, you, you, some areas of your life has grown numb, and we are rotting, rotting in our sin. And we need that blessing that comes from Zion in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. That in Him, there is healing. That there's hope for us. 
that there is hope for our healing, that, there, that because of Him and what he, he can do in our lives, we can start living for Him and start affecting that marriage and start affecting that children or your family, start affecting your, your workplace the way Jesus affected your life. That in, in the hope of Jesus and the gospel, we can live the blessed life and be a blessing to everyone else around us. Let's bow our heads. Lord, we humble ourselves before you and we know that apart from you, we can do nothing. But we thank you, God. Even in the rottenness of our state, you turned the curse into blessing. That you allow us to live in a place of blessing so that we can live for you. And the psalmist would sing over us, Oh, how blessed is the man who fears the Lord. For he shall enjoy the fruit of his labor. That his wife shall be a fruitful vine within his house. That his children will be like olive shoots. Behold, we are blessed. Behold, we are given the blessed life. Behold, we can live from another place because of our blessing in Christ that came from Zion. Because of the peace that came to Israel that reconciled all of us to God. Because of the peace that justifies us from all our wickedness and rottenness. And we are blessed because the Savior stretched His hands and touched us. He touched our uncleanness, made us clean so that we can live for Him all our days and live like Abraham in a place of blessing. Lord, we thank you so much. We thank you so much for the gospel. We thank you so much for your work, Lord. And Lord, if there are some of us here today who, who find themselves, Lord God, messed up, Lord, remind us that in you all things hold together. Lord, if there are people here with us today who, who can identify rottenness within our hearts, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we would just come to you, kneel down before you, because we know that you are willing. You are willing to touch us and make us clean again. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Blessing, blessing be upon all the people gathered here today. And let us all together bless you, O our Abba Father, for all the good things you have done for us. 
We give back to you all the glory and praises and worship and thanksgiving and honor, God. In Christ's most precious name, we all pray. Everybody said, 